Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass that is critical for entrepreneurs, for small business owners. If you are going to have and run a business, this masterclass will help you because we're going to be talking about business credit. It exists. It matters. It can help your business grow, Fire Nation. And to help us break this down, I've brought in credit expert, Jerry Detweiler. She's the education director for NAV and has been interviewed in over three 3,000 news stories, answered over 10,000 credit questions online, written hundreds of articles, and five books. So as soon as we get back from taking our sponsor, we're going to dive right in. So what makes ZipRecruiter so smart? ZipRecruiter doesn't overwhelm you with unqualified candidates. Its powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. And as applications come in, their technology analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates to save you time and make sure you never miss a great match. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter dot com slash fire zip recruiter the smartest way to hire so jerry say what's up to fire nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know what's up fire nation well i have fostered over a hundred kittens in my home many people don't realize that kittens are very susceptible to illness so shelters don't like to keep them in the shelter so I've been a volunteer foster with my daughter and I have cuddled so many cute kittens and yes I will answer the question everyone asks which is is it hard to give them up it is but I always know there are more that need a need someone to take care of them until they're ready to be adopted that is incredible. I love that. I can tell you that Fire Nation's heart is already growing with admiration and love for you, Jerry, right at the beginning. So great work with that. And now we're going to be getting into some less cuddly information, and that is business credit. But it's something that's super important, Fire Nation, as I mentioned in the intro. This is the stuff that can help your business grow, period, because it exists it matters. It can and will help your business grow. This is the audio masterclass that I've brought Jerry on to talk about today. So Jerry, let's just dive right in because I have heard about personal credits. I know that Fire Nation's heard about personal credit, but what the heck is business credit? Break that down for us. Well, it's not surprising that you haven't heard of business credit, and most entrepreneurs I talk to haven't. Many years ago, I wrote the first mass market book that talked about FICO scores, and then people said, I don't know what a FICO score is, and now I've shifted to educating entrepreneurs about this very important uh, commercial credit. Commercial credit is basically a credit report about your business. There are credit reports for your business and credit scores for your business, and those can be used in a variety of ways, all the way from lending decisions to insurance decisions to if you want to get in into Walmart or Target or the big retailers, you're going to need business credit. So there's a lot of ways it impacts business owners' lives, but they don't always know that it's there, that it exists, and that it can impact them. So you've already kind of given some reasons right there about why business credit is important, um, but let's kind of get a little more granular, a little more specific for entrepreneurs, for small business owners. Why is business credit important and how have you seen people use it effectively over the years? There are a variety of ways that business credit can impact your business. And a great example is I was listening recently to an interview with some young entrepreneurs. They started an online business, manufactured a product in China, and then they uh, were selling that product in the U.S. They determined in their tests that it was successful, that they could sell this product. 
but they didn't have the money to order as many as they needed to launch this product officially. And they had to sort of they had to sort of sneak by their supplier to get a big order placed without a lot of money up front. Now, if they had had a business credit report that showed that their business was low risk, that would be a great way for that supplier to say, hey, we have faith in this company. We know that they're going to be able to um, be able to pay us back. And so we'll extend good terms. So one of the most common ways that business credit is used and this is even bigger than a business loan or something like that, is what's called vendor or supplier financing. So your business needs something in order to produce its product or service, and you get your vendor or supplier to let you get that product without paying for it up front and paying for it in net 30, net 60, net 90, or even in 120 days. That improves your cash flow so you can sell your product and then pay them back out of the money that you've made. Now, a lot of people these days, Jerry, I've seen it, especially in the entrepreneurial world, they think crowdfunding might be their only option. They utilize things like Kickstarter or GoFundMe as a way to get funding. Now, do you have any experience at all with crowdfunding? Like, what have you seen in that realm specifically? And how does that kind of differ from this type of vendor or supplier financing and credit that you're talking about? Well, crowdfunding can be a great tool for entrepreneurs. And I'm very excited that it's out there and allowing uh, entrepreneurs who maybe don't have a track record and maybe don't have a lot of capital to bring their product to market. I know some entrepreneurs who say they crowdfund not because they need the money, but because they want to test their marketing mm. and see if the crowdfunding campaign works, they know they're on track. If it doesn't, they know they need to tweak or consider something else. But I think it's a partnership because we have a lot of different types of businesses and some of them would not be appropriate for, say, a crowdfunding campaign. And I'll give you a quick example. Nav's co-founder, Levi King, his first business was sign manufacturing in Idaho, and he needed to get concrete and steel and plastic to build those signs. But he had been raised in a family where debt is horrible. You don't take You don't take out loans. He had no credit. And he said that when he finally learned that his suppliers for that steel and that plastic or the concrete would let him get it up front so he could actually install the sign, then get paid and paid them back, it changed his entire business. And that happens with many, many businesses. Now, even if you don't have a business that needs a physical product, one of the things I'm going to recommend is that you consider building business credit for a couple of reasons. And one is that potential partners or competitors can check your business credit. Anyone can check your business credit. As long as they're willing to pay for a report, they can check it. And they could use that to screen you as a potential partner, supplier, or a contractor for their business. So it, it can be helpful in many ways. Now, I'm kind of looking back at my history, and I actually did, an, at one point, look into getting some business credit because there I was wanting to create something that is called the Freedom Journal. I, I had the the idea, the concept back in 2015. I was looking into manufacturing and the price points of it, and when I contacted the manufacturers, they were telling me that, hey, if you want to get like a few hundred of these printed, it's going to be like 18 or $19 per journal because you know I wanted them to be this faux leather with this gold 
um, print and I just wanted everything to be very beautiful and really high quality about it. And so I was pricing out this journal that was like 18 or $19, but I was like, well, what if I order them in bulk? What if I get like 10,000 or 20,000? And finally we settled actually on 40,000 journals and I was able to get the price point because of that all the way down from like 18 or $19 per journal all the way down to like $4.65, which just skyrocketed my profit margins to the next level. But of course, you know, I had to be comfortable with the fact that I was going to have the audience and the ability to sell these 40,000 journals over the course of a couple of years to actually make that those dollars and cents back that I was going to have to invest that 150-ish thousand dollars that I was going to have to invest into that actual uh, inventory. How would I back then have utilized business credit in a way, or maybe this vendor or supplier financing that you mentioned to get that price point down to where I needed it to be to that four to five dollar range by buying in bulk, opposed to you know that very unprofitable price point where I just wasn't if I wasn't able to buy enough of them to actually make it worthwhile. How would that have worked? It depends on a lot of factors. So in some cases, you might have been able to access some unsecured financing that took into account your personal credit and the credit of the business. So at NAV, we're a marketplace. We work with lenders around the country, and they have all different requirements, ranging from good personal credit on the part of the owner to they don't check personal credit at all. They're looking at the invoices or receivables or cash flow of your business. So there's a variety of ways that it could work. The other would be a manufacturer who was willing to let let you purchase those on terms, uh, purchase them without paying for them immediately. Now, that would have required probably very good credit and probably the they would have wanted some skin in the game, right? Some money up front and perhaps even a personal guarantee from you. And they would have looked at your business track record. So what I tell business owners is there are three things when you're thinking about financing to grow your business. The first is your credit. So that's business and personal. If you have both strong business and personal credit, you have more options. Sometimes you can get financing without business credit. Sometimes you can get financing without personal credit. But you're going to have more options if you have worked on both of them. The second is revenue. Many business, many businesses that are lenders that want to work with you are going to look at your revenue. They may even want to tie into your QuickBooks, your bank account to see your cash flow. And then the third is time in business. So if you've been in business for, say, six months, 12 months, or better yet, two years, you will have more options than, say, a brand new startup. So this is a process, just like personal credit. You don't build it overnight. But if you start it before you need it, you have more options when you do need it. Love that. So Fire Nation, real quick, credit, that's business and personal. Revenue, that's obviously important. And then time in business. Think about these factors as you're going forward with what you're doing with your business. So who exactly, Jerry, are these credit bureaus that are compiling these business credit reports? There's Experian and Equifax, which we know because they also have personal credit reports, but they also have separate commercial databases with business credit reports. And then there's Dun & Bradstreet. Dun & Bradstreet is actually the oldest credit bureau in America. And Abraham Lincoln was one of five what? presidents who worked for them back in the day as a reporter. <laughs> it was a very prestigious job. So, uh, so they've been around a long time. They sell lots and lots of credit data about businesses. But again, as we mentioned, you know, you don't uh, you don't necessarily know their they're on your radar until something happens and suddenly you're like, wait, I didn't even know this was a thing. So we've kind of bounced around the topic a little bit, but I really just want to hammer this point home for Fire Nation. Give us the key differences between the business credit side of things and the personal credit side of things. 
So the key difference, the most important difference is that there's absolutely no regulation around business credit reports. So with your personal credit reports, you get a free copy each year. You can dispute mistakes if you find them. There's disclosure requirements. None of that exists with business credit. So anyone can check your business credit. No one's required to tell you if they did and if they turned you down. It's it's up to you to try to figure out why and get a copy of the report. So that's very important. The other thing is that when you get your business credit report, you're going to notice that it doesn't list any creditors on it. Mm. It only lists the type of account you have. So this oh. is confusing at first. Imagine if you got your personal credit and just says you have a mortgage or a credit card, right? A credit card, but it doesn't say who who it's from. So that requires a little bit of um, detective work on the part of the uh, business owner to figure out which account is which and then keep track to make sure that information is accurate. I mean, Fire Nation, this is stuff that's critical to know because if you are armed and dangerous with this information, you can really set yourself up for success. So let's break down where small businesses, where entrepreneurs can actually get their business credit reports. So you can get your business credit reports from any of the major business credit agencies, DMB, Equifax, and Experian. At NAV, we also were the first and only site to offer free credit from each of those bureaus. So we want to bring transparency to the business owners so they see what's going on with their credit. I do want to emphasize that with business credit, um, you want to check it on a regular basis because business identity theft is a growing problem. There was a story recently in the news about a lawyer who had to shut down his practice because he was a victim of business and personal identity theft at the same time. And it was so, it took so time consuming that he shut down his practice for 30 days to deal with it. If you think about it, if you're not checking your business credit and someone uses it fraudulently, you might not find out about it for quite a while because you're not paying attention to it. So in addition to just checking to see where it stands, building strong business credit, I recommend you just monitor it just like you do your personal credit to make sure that there's nothing suspicious going on. These are things, Fire Nation, that where a little forethought, a little planning can cause you endless headaches, endless amounts of money, endless absolute potential disasters because, man, it can really come down on you hard. I mean, we're hearing about these huge companies, you know, Facebook, you know, even some of these credit bureaus have been hacked before and there's things that are happening. So believe me, it can happen to anyone. It is out there. And right before we take a break, Jerry, just kind of break down exactly how NAV works in this whole bigger picture here. We're going to talk more about it at the end, but I just want to kind of want to finish up right here before our break with a little chat about it. Sure. So most most small business owners come to NAV to get their free business credit scores and get tools for building strong business credit. And then we also have a marketplace with over 30 different lenders and we help them understand which types of financing they can get now and also how to better position their business so they can get better financing in the future. And is there any alert system through that as well where like we might get pinged or, or emailed if something does happen with our business credit, even if we're not utilizing it? Yes. So we provide alerts when something has changed oh, in your cool. business credit. So you can you can check it out and see what the details are and find out if it's you. Ugh, that's what I need for sure. So where do we go? Go to nav.com and we'll have a special offer for Fire Nation as well. Awesome. Nav.com, Fire Nation, N-A-V.com. Pretty easy. I love that. And we'll be right back after we thank our sponsor. Fire Nation, I'm here with Ian Siegel, the CEO of Zip Recruiter. And Ian, I assume that you had a few hiring challenges of your own before you founded Zip Recruiter. What encouraged you to build Zip Recruiter to begin with? The decision to build Zip Recruiter stemmed from my own frustration with how time consuming and frustrating the hiring process was. 
I was working for startups where we were too small to have our own HR department. And so I was posting my own jobs to multiple job sites and then finding my own way to get the candidates out of those sites. It was one of the things I looked forward to the least in executing my role. I built ZipRecruiter to create a one-click simple solution where you push a button and your job goes to every job site on the web and then all the candidates come into one easy-to-review list. It makes the hiring process so much simpler and it makes it so much faster to find the right person. Fire Nation, I can empathize with how Ian used to feel. Can you? Because before ZipRecruiter, you had to go to multiple sites, each with their own unique login and password combination. The process was so disorganized. Being able to access all your job candidates in one place is a huge time saver. Having an organized process is critical, Fire Nation, when you hire, and it's built in with ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter makes hiring simple. With one click, ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. Zip Recruiter's powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, education, and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. It's no wonder Zip Recruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. based on Trustpilot ratings of hiring sites with over a thousand reviews. And right now, Fire Nation, you can try Zip Recruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter com slash F-I-R-E, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Jerry, we're back and with personal credits, I mean, things like payment history, debt and inquiries, these things all impact credit scores. Is it the exact same thing with business credit scores or does that change things up? It's not. Uh, one thing you don't have to worry about too much with business credit is inquiries. Most models don't even look at that. So that's not an issue. What they look at most heavily is payment history. And some of the business credit scores are all just payment history. But it's much more granular with business credit than it is with personal credit. So a quick example, I was on vacation. I forgot to pay my personal credit card bill. I got online, went to pay it. And you know how you have to click the button twice and it has to say, do you really want to make this payment? Right. <laughs> I forgot to do that. And so I was late, got a late fee and interest. But because it was personal credit, it didn't show up on my credit Mm. report because it's 30 days, right? It's a 30-day bucket. With business credit, they use something called days beyond terms. And if your bill is due 30 days after the invoice day and you pay on day 32... It's two DBT, and that goes on your credit. If it's mm. ne- if your if your invoice is due in sixty days, you pay on day sixty two. It's still two DBT, that goes on your credit. So it's very granular. So what I encourage entrepreneurs to to do is when they establish accounts that report to business credit, set up a system so you make sure that you're paying on time. You're super busy. Your business is pulling you in a million different directions. Don't forget to pay those bills because that can affect your business credit. So I'm a competitive guy. I love getting scored and being scored and knowing my score and improving my score. And I hate when my score goes down. So what the heck is a baseline for this? What's a good business credit score? It depends on the model, but Experience IntelliScore and DNB's Paydex score, which are two very popular scores, go on a scale of zero to 100. 100 is the lowest risk. That's the best score that you can get. If you're the 80 to 100 category, you're doing great. There's also a FICO credit score mm. just for small business. It's called the FICO SBSS score, and it runs from zero to 300, with 300 being the top score that you can get. But here's what's unique about that score. It combines the owner's personal credit information 
and analyzes the business credit of the business and uses those two data sets to create one score. So you want that's an example of where having strong personal and business credit can get you a great FICO SBSS score, which in turn could help you get a traditional bank loan or an SBA guaranteed loan at a very low interest rate. So what if people are listening right now and they're like, you know, I don't even know if I have business credit or I don't have business credit, like one of those two. Are there actual steps that we can take to start building that credit up? Yeah, well, first of all, I suggest coming to NAV because we'll let you search for your business credit and see whether you have a business credit report already. You may or may not. If you don't have one, then we have a free tool and it's available with all our accounts, including our free accounts that walks you through the steps of building business credit. But here's the basic process. You need accounts that report to business credit and you need to pay them on time. And that's trickier than it seems because in consumer credit, if you get a mortgage or an auto loan or a credit card, it'll automatically show up on your personal credit and probably all three bureaus. The data reporting is not as consistent with business credit, so you need to be a little bit more proactive. I can give you a quick tip here. If you want to start and you don't have any accounts at all, if you go to nav.com forward slash vendors with an S on the end, V-E-N-D-O-R-S, there's a list of three vendors, super easy to get, Uline, Granger, and Quill. They don't check personal credit. They don't care about your personal credit. They don't report to personal credit, but they help you build business credit. So what you do is you get an account with one of these companies. You buy things for your business you need anyway, like your shipping boxes or your Keurig, you know, cups or uh, janitorial <laughs> supplies, you pay it off on time and that builds a positive credit reference. So that's a super easy way to get started. I'm glad you said Keurig cups because we go through a lot of Keurig cups. And the fact that you mentioned it makes me feel like we're not alone in Fire Nation. It's <laughs> nav.com slash vendors, V-E-N-D-O-R-S. So we are entrepreneurs. We are small business owners, Jerry. We make a lot of mistakes. It's just a reality of life. Every single day we make mistakes on some levels in some areas. But what's the number one mistake that you're seeing people like us make when it comes to actually building and just the overall credit in general for the business side of things? The number one mistake I see business owners make is they use their personal credit because that's what's available to them at the time. And that's understandable. Hey, you got that business, got that personal credit card, you're going to tap it. But here's an easy alternative that's going to help you dramatically. Get a business credit card that doesn't report to personal credit. Many of them uh, do not report to your personal credit unless you default. So as long as you pay it on time, it doesn't show up. And then that business credit card in turn will help you build business credit. So you're effectively separating your personal and business credit, keeping them separate, and you're allowing yourself to build a positive business credit rating. I love that, Fire Nation. Don't use your personal credit card for business expenses when you can get a business card that doesn't report to that personal credit side of things. You can be keeping them separate and helping each other out at the same time as you're going forward, spending money for your business, for your life. So let's talk about the very best thing that small business owners can do to actually set their business up for long-term financial success. Because we're in this for the long game. This is a marathon, Jerry. It's not a sprint. We're looking for that long-term win, that long-term success. What should we be doing? You really should be focusing on building a very solid financial future. And to do that, separate your business and personal credit 
and build business credit while you maintain good personal credit. So I want you to focus on both because I think they're both important, especially when your business is young. But uh, just simple things like having a business bank account, which a surprising number of business owners do not do. That can be helpful as you grow your business. And also just when you go, when you go to do your taxes, you know what's what. And then paying attention to that cash flow because lenders want to see that your business is growing. They'll, they will forgive certain things, but they do want to see that your business is moving in a positive direction. That's both in your cash flow and in your credit. Fire Nation, get a business bank account. Go real, go pro. Make this happen for yourself. There's something that you will find and you will be having to deal with with your accountants, with your legal counsel if your business has the kind of success that we all hope it's going to have, which is don't pierce that corporate veil. You don't want to be having this commingling of funds. It gets messy. The IRS doesn't like it. Wherever you are in the world, believe me, your tax entity does not like it. They want things separate. They want things clean. Set yourself up for success. Random question, Jerry. Is there a, a business uh, credit card that you actually like that you enjoy more than others you could recommend? You know, I really tell entrepreneurs to focus on the one that's going to get you the rewards you want. For me, I fly Southwest all the time. So I want a card that's going to give me the status and miles on Southwest. Chase has some great cards for business owners, but so does Amex. So I think you really want to focus on the card that's going to bring you the benefits that that are uh, attractive to you. And again, check that information about whether they report to personal. I do have an article on that at nav.com forward slash report, and that will list all the major issuers and their policies in terms terms of reporting to personal credit. Cool, Fire Nation. Yeah, you you can do a simple Google search like best business credit cards of 2019 and there's going to be some good lists of those and you know, take that extra step like Jerry recommended and make sure they don't report to the personal side of things and at least initially and right away and find out which rewards work for you. Like right now, we're mostly utilizing the Chase Inc because we're getting 1% to 2% cash back on everything and I have an Amazon card for all Amazon purchases getting 5% back. So there's different cards that we use for different things that can really make sure that you're maximizing those rewards that are out there. So Jerry, obviously we talked about a lot of things that entrepreneurs need to be making sure they're implementing in their business if they're going to have that long-term financial success and protect themselves, all of that jazz. But what's the one thing of everything we chatted about that you want to make sure our listeners really get from our talk today? Building business credit takes time, so you want to start before you need it. Then when that crisis or opportunity comes along, you'll be better prepared. Fire Nation, Truth Bomb, Value Bomb dropped. Jerry, where do you want us to go to find out more about you, about NAV? Break that down for us. You can sign up for a free NAV account at nav.com forward slash fire. And when you use the code fire, all lowercase, you will get a free month of our premium accounts. We offer free accounts as well as premium accounts. And we're happy to help you on your journey to building strong business credit and keeping it that way. Fire Nation, you're the average. Of the five people you spend the most time with, you've been hanging out with GD and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. If you type Jerry, G-E-R-R-I, in the search bar, her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, Fire Nation, every link possible. But the strong call to action for you is head over 
to nav, nav.com, nav.com slash fire. Use a promo code fire, it's all lowercase, for that incredible gift that you're going to be able to make use of going forward for the next month plus Fire Nation. So that's nav.com slash fire, lowercase fire for the promo code. And Jerry, thank you for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Jerry over at Nav. And are you ready to discover your big idea in just three hours? Well, it's not even going to take three hours. It's going to take one hour. So just cut that by a third. Get over to yourbigidea.io. Take my free world-class training. This course is less than an hour. Get your big idea and you'll be off to the races. And Fire Nation, I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Ready to hire a team, but not sure where to start? Luckily, there's ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So what makes ZipRecruiter so smart? It learns what you like. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter and start reviewing applications, your feedback teaches ZipRecruiter's matching technology more about the precise skills and experiences you're looking for so it can invite more people who have them to apply. This helps you quickly get better and better candidates until you find the perfect one. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at Zip ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.